So good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Um, and today we are in a special, very special podcast. Uh, we are here today to discuss uh, female uh, female leadership and especially with an eye on on how training programs programs can influence female leadership. Um, my name is Jurian, and I will be uh, the host of today's podcast. And uh, in um, in this podcast, we have four special guests. These students have devoted their last ten weeks to uh, to research this topic and uh, to see what kind of uh, what kind of advice they can give. Um, Annabelle, Anna Maria, Kim, and Victoria are here with me today, um, and they have performed their specific research on doors open female hub. Um, Kim, can you tell us a little bit more about what uh, Doors Open Female Hub is about? Yes, so Doors Open Female Hub is the first co-working and co-learning hub in the Netherlands. Um, it is established by Suzanne Mao-Assam and um, it's a, it, it is a company that is committed to female entrepreneurs. Um, Doors Open Female Hub provides interactive masterclasses and leadership programs for females to develop, grow and invest in themselves. Um, Susanna also provides coaching, ses coaching sessions and has different packages that female leaders can um, choose from. So, so what you're basically telling me, Kim, is that it's the perfect place for a female to develop herself and uh, become a leader. Yes, I actually think that Doors Open Female Hub, because of their um, interactive masterclasses, I think that female uh, entrepreneurs can really learn a lot from uh, participating in uh, Doors Open Female Hub. Well, that's great. That's great. And um, if and obviously every every um, every business has has its challenges, right? And um, and maybe Annabelle, you can t can you tell me a little bit more about about what uh, Suzanne's challenge is right now? Okay, so um, when we started discussing and when we had the actual one-on-one -on -one session with Suzanne, she identified a number of challenges that she was facing and what, when we as a team collectively uh, came together, we decided to really focus on the online platforms to really incorporate all the barriers and all the uh, information that Suzanne was really unsure about. Oh, so for example, you know, how many men should she be incorporating into the program, whether she should be incorporating men into the program. And so we really identified key points to, to really say, okay, this is the structure that Suzanne needs to follow in order for her to really sell her online courses to be a unique selling point, for example. And as well, we need to, we identified, sorry, the important, um, concepts that that Suzanne needs to incorporate and uh, could you tell me a little bit more about existing um, concepts already and how you aim to address that 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 um, that way of, of selling yourself yeah uh, so for example each one of us has has divided this main challenge into sub challenges and each one of us looked at this main challenge from a different perspective. And so for me, for example, I looked at women and especially women of color facing barriers in the workplace on three individual levels. And so I came to the conclusion that um, in order for Suzanne to really make this a selling point for her online courses, Suzanne really needs to know what the challenges are for women 
and how can she really combat these. So from me doing interviews, I found that uh, within the hiring process, there's a lot of blatant discrimination that is not necessarily linked to their actual qualifications, but more in terms of personal uh, qualities and attributes, which are unnecessary. And so I think women need to be aware of this in order to be prepared that they may be discriminated within the hiring process, for example. And so this could help Suzanne as well translate these findings into actionable uh, implementation tools for, for women. Well, that, that's, that's great to hear, Annabelle. Very interesting topic. Uh, I think it's also a very uh, topic that, that, that is very um, important nowadays within, within how, how organizational cultures are established. And, and it's a phenomenon that, that we are seeing uh, very often. So I think it's, it's, it's a great way or it's, it's, a, it's a great uh, research that you've performed. Uh, Victoria, could you tell me a little bit about your research and what you have uh, done? Yes, of course. So I um, actually looked at the self-projection and just like uh, Annabelle on three different levels. So on the individual, the interactional and the uh, institutional level. Um, so what was found is that the self-projection of women is um, really influenced by multiple factors. For example, um, stereotypes that are based on gender roles um, and gender stereotypes in general. We also see what Annabelle just mentioned that on institutional level, um, there are biases in the recruitment uh, process that also um, yeah, obstruct women from achieving those leadership uh, positions. Also, um, for example, in um, in job description, sometimes more masculine qualities are described and that does not encourage women to um, to apply for certain jobs because they don't have the confidence. So multiple um, subjects really need to be tackled to um, yeah to give more confidence to the to the potential female leaders and to step up and uh, achieve the positions that they deserve. Would that, would that also be kind of a message that you would like to send out? uh to to your to fellow females uh, maybe of your age or or within within your your network is that is that that these biases or that that these phenomenons happen but but that there that there is something that you can do about it victoria yes exactly i think it's really important to create awareness and to that the female uh, that all the women understand and get the courage um to achieve what they want and that's I mean, we live in a modern world and it's swifting as this moment. Um, women are not supposed to stay at home, uh, take care of the family um, and do everything in a household. Uh, also, men can do it. And I think it's really important that we all realize that and that we swift from uh, one position to another to give those females also the opportunity to work for, for, full time and uh, get senior positions. Thank you very much, Victoria, for, for sharing. I think I think that that's that's very noble. Um, uh, Anna Maria, how do how do you look at at this at this at this at this at what's happening? And and maybe you can incorporate also a little bit about your research uh, within within uh, your take. Um. Yes, uh, indeed. Um, actually, because there are these barriers and these biases, my research was okay we see that there are obvious biases. Is there a reason for them? So I looked into, okay, um, is it reasonable to really differentiate between male and female leaders and do they use different qualities 
with regards, for example, for employee engagement because of the impact that it may have. And indeed, after the research, it was found that yes, male and female leaders have different qualities and different styles, um, but it's not just a matter of one of the genders that is better, it's a matter of them working together because yes, the research currently says that uh, transformational leadership is the best thing that you can do for employee engagement and it should be definitely incorporated, but it also um, highlights the fact that it's not just transformational leadership, you should also have task-oriented leadership, which is where male leaders excel. Therefore, it is very important for Suzanne to understand and to teach both men and women to work together and to show them that despite the fact that they might have different styles and different preferences, they still can work together in order to make something better. And, and so, so, so uh, Amelia, you're describing that, that basically, or that, that men and female have different qualities and, and leadership styles. Could you maybe give, give one or two examples or fundamental examples of what, what, what kind of differences uh, you have researched? Yes, um, I looked specifically into different skills that male and female leaders use with regards to employee engagement. So the research that I did was a co-creation session with two groups. Each one had 10 employees and they uh, talked about qualities that their leaders have. And it became very apparent that male leaders were more assertive, they were more competitive, and they have created an environment uh, where a little bit uh, that is a little bit more challenging and more task oriented while the female employees describe their leader as caring as uh, very patient and, and understanding and therefore they experience an environment that is a lot more patient and creative and understanding rather than the more competitive and task oriented male environment i think i think that that, that is such an interesting um yeah, take take on on what what you have learned, and also very interesting knowledge for for us to maybe just to realize, and maybe also to reflect on ourselves how we are in in a daily life when we are working, and and how we how those this different styles and quality reflect on ourselves. I think that it is a very interesting take. Thank you very much, Anna Maria. Uh, Kim, could you tell a little bit about your research? So yeah, my uh, research topic was actually quite the same. I looked at gender diversity and how this can impact the female leadership programs that Doors Open Female Hub is offering. Uh, I looked uh, at the different characteristics of the females and males, um, also at the different leadership styles and um, how they socialize differently at work um, and how effective collaboration actually is that it is actually beneficial to um, incorporate males into the leadership programs. I think I think that that's also a very interesting um, research. And so what I hear is is racist biases. I hear different qualities of men and females, uh, different styles, uh, different characteristics. I hear something about gender stereotypes. So if you would like to take a moment to to approach Suzanne, um, how would you address her challenge and then with your own recommendation? Yeah, I think I can I can speak for the entire team. And so with all of our separate elements, we really looked into now, how can we recommend this to Suzanne? And what we would, what we would say is that first, we would provide our findings to, to Suzanne and say, okay, having these findings, 
now looking at the main challenge of incorporating it on online platforms into your training programs we would recommend that you combat these barriers these stereotypes and really incorporate men into the program and really say okay women and men can really work together but we just need to teach them how to work together and i think that's if i've not um, forgotten anything and my colleagues here can can add on it but i think this is the essence of our recommendation are there any of your colleagues who would like to add on it well i think that annabelle is really spot on <laughs> then on that note i would like to thank everyone for listening to this podcast um, have a wonderful day further and thank you Anna Maria, Annabelle, Victoria and Kim for participating and um, thank you very much. Thank, thank you, you so very much. much for joining us.